Okay, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we are three nights before Pesach, and I just I say, just mentioned I was literally preoccupied till, till moments ago. Uh, it's a very busy, very, very busy time. You know, I think like today, even um, I'm dealing with a lot, a lot of people and a lot of little different things. I, I would just, you know, note that. Um, some people are really flying high and doing, uh, as we say in Yiddish, Mamish Gavaldik. And for others, it's been, you know, increasingly uh, challenging. Uh, what was the first two weeks now became a lot longer as far as some people have their kids home, preparing for Pesach, general anxiety uh, of, the, of, of their personal situation, of the world situation. And, you know, under the circumstances, um, you know, there's some people who have been a little bit more, uh, perhaps a little anxious, a little more nervous. So I just actually, I saw last week, I just want to start with this. It was an unbelievable piece uh, by the Sans Klarsenberg Rebbe. The, the, the Sans, Sans Klarsenberg uh, is one of the larger Hasidic movements in Israel. Uh, the, the father, who passed away in 1994, the Klarsenberg Rebbe, uh, was a, was a known tzaddik, righteous person. He was a Holocaust survivor. He lost his first wife uh, and 11 children uh, in the Holocaust and uh, got married. He was already somewhat older, got married, uh, rebuilt his family, uh, got married a second time. I think seven or eight children, maybe even more, <laughs> second marriage. Uh, and he actually had promised himself uh, when he was in uh, the concentration camp, that if he would survive, uh, he would build a hospital. And so the main hospital, the main hospital uh, in Netanya is called Laniado. It was built by the Sans Klausenberger Rebbe. Uh, and so I mean, he was a very special person, so a lot of programs for learning as well. So his son um, put out the following drasha last week, which was translated... Uh, first was printed Jewish, Jewish Press, and I saw it a couple other places uh, as well. So I'm going to just read part of it. I think really uh, what, he, what he says is extraordinarily important um, and really a good mindset. You know, I, I, I've been speaking about being, uh, you know, mentally prepared to take advantage of the Seder itself. But, you know, sometimes even Arab Shabbos, there's always that stress coming into Shabbos. And this year... There's even more stress. Like someone just, like someone I, I spoke to was at one point crying today. As they email me, they have no idea why they're crying, uh, you know, because it's a stressful time for the world in general. So I think really what the, what the Rebbe says uh, is extraordinarily important as far as um, coming with not the mindset of connection to Hashem, which is what I've been focusing on. I think is super duper important, but also one of calmness. Which if we don't have that, um, then we're, we. You know, Whenever a person is not living a life of menuchas and nefesh, not living a life of tranquility, uh, which when they're stressed and anxious, you, you you can't be spiritual. Just try praying if you're anxious and stressed. Try learning Torah if you're anxious and stressed. There's, there's you know, um, I, every I, I dealt with even a, a couple once, and they were having certain problems. Uh, and, and the problems really came from anxiety, even in the most intimate parts of their lives. If you're anxious, you just can't, you can't uh, appreciate it. You can't appreciate beauty. 
can't appreciate spirituality, you will not be able to appreciate Pesach uh, of coming in trust. So the Rebbe says this important thing. I just want to say a few few lines and then we'll get to the safe word learning. But I think it's, you know, it's a beautiful, anyone emails me, I'm happy to share with them the, the whole drush of it. It's a beautiful drush in general. Talks about the disease. Oh. Um, some think that they are able to find causes. This is talking about the, the COVID itself. And assign blame. However, the teaching I received from my sainted father, his, his memory, his should be a merit for us, which is one of the fundamental teachings of Hasidus, is that we are not to look at the deficiencies of others. It is not the desecration of Shabbos that's to live. Now, know that one thing that not, the Sons Klausenberger Hasidic group is um, different types of Hasidus. I would say that the, the Sons Klausenberg is extraordinarily welcoming, uh, friendly. I, I stayed in Atanya in, in their, one of their main, when I was 18 uh, and 19, I was there for two Shabbosim. A very, very warm community. Um, and this really, you can see it as he speaks. Um, it's not to nor any other sin that other people may have transgressed. We must especially refrain from fault finding during a time which we're supposed to work, awaken heavenly mercy. God forbid. We should not arouse negative judgment against the Jewish people. We should only speak in their defense. Instead, at such a time, everyone should look at himself. At himself. What can I improve about myself? And my avoda, for me, my service to God for me, and all of Klaistan, as a matter for the Jewish people. Look at, look at, look at, let them look at what they can improve in Torah, Tzfilah, and most of all, in the way that they treat other people. People are frightened and stressed, and naturally they feel pressured and may tend to lose patience at home and outside. In this situation, when the children are home and everyone is home, along with the pressure of Pesach and all its preparations, which yields its own stresses, the primary behavior that we must accept upon ourselves is to be joyful and filled with simcha, to exude calm, to be peaceful with the children, to spend time with the children, the boys and the girls, even more than usual. I must state, and this is the primary message I want to get across, that although the righteous women have been accustomed to devoting all their energy preparing for the house for Passover, this year must be different. I have a tradition that I received many times from my sainted father, blessed memory, that Pesach was not enti- intended for the, ha- the making of uh, the house. And he talks about the cleaning of Pesach. I'm going to skip that. Children, let's skip that just because of time. The evil inclination is ready to bring into your home pressure, stress, and irritation about the children and to cause tension between husband and wife. Trying to convince them that this is necessary to make Pesach. One needs to know that the point of anger, that one point of anger, one moment of stress is far worse than having comments at home. Now, he's not saying to have comments at home. He's just saying one moment of anger, one moment of stress is worse than having comments in his home. It is our duty that our parents and righteous women to ensure calm in the home, obviously the men as well. Pesach will be kosher with doing less. Do as much as you can, come with no stress and nothing more. Now, he's not talking about as I spoke about my share about 10 days ago, 
what's Ikar, it's about customs, stringencies, things which are not as uh, applicable or, or able. One cannot necessarily do this here. Um, where in most of Israel, you can't leave, they don't have shelter in place, what we call shelter in place. They literally have a, 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 a closer to a real shelter in place slash quarantine. So they're limited of a lot of things they can do. Place far more focus on the mitzvah of you tell your son, you shall tell your son the mitzvah of Pesach, make sure that your children grow positively in their spiritual and material needs. Be careful that they come to no harm during these weeks. What is wanted from us now from heaven, and Jews is just to want to do the will of God, is for us to be our homes, this is very important, to be islands of calm and happiness. Hashem is leading the way, and that He is right now, let us gladly accept His will, and joy without any angry fights and shouting. Let us maintain uh, uh, calm and avoid aggravation, and not be stringent when it is not necessary, while at the same time, not be leaning what is truly forbidden. Talks about families and prayer and davening and, uh, you know, some, uh, etc. And about taking care of your health. And then he just ends, if we may, uh, if we may do this, may we merit complete salvation, with joy will come out and peace will bring speedily in our days. I think what the Rebbe is stressing to us, and I think which is very important before I get back into talking about the Night of the Seder, the next few days, people are going to be going offline for three, day, three days. Be, now that's it. There's a beauty. We're, I'm, I'm waiting, waiting, just to have a Seder, just to be offline. Now, I, I, spoke, I called a relative of mine, and I had to tell them some bad news. They said, please don't tell me more bad news. Like, no one wants to hear the bad news anymore. Uh, what we really want is to connect to Hashem, people on this call certainly. We really want to savor Pesach. And so we're all waiting for that. And, and I will speak momentarily, going back into the, the ability of a moon and the Seder, but I think it's extraordinarily important. Uh, the next three days or so will be stressful inherently. People will be having to prepare for being out of offline. It means no work. Uh, having their houses ready for Pesach. Having the Sadarim ready. Uh, you know, there, there are people who have things they need to get done uh, beforehand. There's obviously a lot of people having to deal with finances and just general anxieties and fear. And no one thing, as Rebbe says, that as important, obviously, it's, yeah, I can't have comments, is not getting angry and realizing being calm and cool and collected. And, 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 you know, in dealing with the situation with a few people today, you know, I, 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 I in the stress levels I heard in some people, um, I don't. I, I, again, I. I don't know of a better way. Honestly, a better way to um, be able to handle the next few days. But for Bitachon, like even myself, I, I, I didn't get to walk today, which was like always like a bummer. Uh, but I, the first time I got to walk was right now. I had driven to my home. I was like literally, I was on the run, on the run, on the run, on the whole day. A lot of, a lot of everything. Uh, and I walked back from my house after being in my house for a little bit, uh, specifically because I wanted to get some fresh air. And what, I, what did I think? I usually think about the shear, or I think about things. I just thought after dealing with so many things, like in my own house, which was my own, you know, how am I going to be able to get through the next three days and visualize myself being 
calm under these circumstances because um, I have like people ask me things that are online they can check but it's fine they can ask me <laughs> some, things, some things are not and they should ask me I'm, I'm, not, I'm not knocking that I'm just saying people ask me everything you can imagine I'm momish everything you can imagine and, 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 you know I have you know I'm talking me we all have this I'm just saying what, I'm sharing what I have I have selling comments I have selling the comments for real I have all kinds of community things people having issues you know I have my own family I have to worry about uh, I have relatives calling me to sell their comments or to uh, their questions. You know, they're, they're, I have to make seums. I have to finish it up with my sons who need to learn. You know, is, and my wife, is, she needs me also. So I'm thinking to myself, like, how am I going to handle this? That, that, what do I handle? What, what, I mean, how... Uh, um, you know, we're all human. It's okay to make, you know, uh, mistakes. You know, I, I, that's not, it's not a way to talk this right now, uh, but someone you know said something about like you know a certain rabbi who advised people, uh, you know about COVID nineteen, which today is pretty clear he made a mistake. Um, so, like I said to the you know I said to the I said to the you know the, the person I said when the person said this thing about COVID nineteen at the end, the information was not at all that every politician in the world was not saying this. You know, it, it wasn't really at all clear how contagious it was. There were a lot of things that way. I said, but on top of that, we don't believe in infallibility. You know, David HaMelech made a mistake. It's, it's David HaMelech. He did a census of the Jewish people. I, I mentioned, I'm saying 100 brachas a day. You know, what happened? David made a mistake. And people started to die. It's, there are human, even the greatest people can make mistakes. It's not, the, it's, not a, it's not really our topic tonight. So I don't want to focus on that. But it's okay to make a mistake. It's, it's a normal Human beings make mistakes. What's not okay or what's silly is to not try our hardest not to make mistakes. So it could be that we'll slip up in being calm and cool and collected. Uh, it's possible. But we need to do our utmost, really our utmost, the next few days, as, as the Rebbe said, to, to come into Pesach calm. Because if we're not coming calm, the next few days are stressful and you think we're going to wake up and say, oh, we be calm and say, it doesn't work that way. If you're, if you're you know, one or two times, I'm sure we've all had this experience, like you're going to Shabbos, or you're going into something, or you're going to Davani, and you had a stressful time, it, it's extraordinarily hard to connect. Um, so really, our goal must be uh, to, you know, be able to utilize the next few days and realize that as important as everything else is to get done, more important, or as important, is to do besimcha and being calm. And the way you do it, again, is betachan and being able to visualize ourselves doing. So I think that was just an important hakdama before we learn about the Seder itself because we can have, I, I, you know, it's, it's crazy. I, I, I'm just going to backtrack. I'm sorry. I've had times where I wanted my table, my Shabbos table, to be this like sublime experience and I, and, and I was ready and I was psyched and then my kids were there and they didn't make it as sublime. You know, they're children and they're going to get into fights and they're, uh, they're fighting with the seats and who one sack of grape juice, and then, and then one spills the grape juice. It, you know what? It's very easy to, to want to be sublime. Now you can prepare out the parsha, but if we don't have, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but if we don't have the ability to be calm, we can't have it. It doesn't, doesn't work. So we can learn this text, but if we're not going to come into Pesach uh, calm, cool, corrected, then the Seder itself is going to be impacted. So I think it's super duper important. I'm out. Talking and, and, and this year is a super stressful year. Uh, it's a three-day yamtif by itself. 
makes it more challenging. We're offline, which is a great thing, but it's also for a lot of people going to be challenging. Some people are alone and they're going to be alone for three days and that itself is stressful. Um, so I think it's really important that we should make a concerted effort. And really, I would, I, if I can just say it, everyone after this uh, shear should sit down for a few minutes and strategize how they'll make sure that they're coming into the Pesach Seder as calm, as cool, as collected as they could, uh, and as happy as they could, and really say what doesn't need to be done the next few days, really ha- and visualize yourself dealing with some of the things that we're going to be dealing with the next three days, uh, and, um, you know, uh, I mean, I should say it's really almost four days, right, uh, and being, into, being successful uh, in it. And then if we do that, Mir Hashem, as Rebbe says, we'll come in with to Pesach with complete salvation. So to pick up where we left off, talking about Amuna and the Seder itself affords us the greatest opportunity to steig, to grow in our Amuna and Hashem. And we talk about the, that's the Halach Ma'anya, the Pshat of the Siva Shalom Halach Ma'anya. The whole Halach Ma'anya really is that, which is an amazing uh, part of the Haggadah. So Zak explains the Siva Shalom in the Hain as Pashus Amuna, the the when we talk about Amuna, what do we talk about belief? The simplest level of Amuna. Sheishbura called Ha'olamim to to know there's a creator of the world. To know that there's a creator of the world. Sheishbura called Ham. Shizuma Jigar Hakatan. That's the lowest level of faith. In in theory, all of the nations of the world should know that as well. That there is a Bayre Olam. There is a creator of the of the world. Uchamam Maran Hakadosh Mekubrin. Amongst the Gentiles, amongst the non-Jews, there's plenty of people who believe in a creator world. But they imagine, in their, in their errors, that God's it's only really in the heavens. How do you, what, what does that mean? Well, they believe, for example, most of the Protestant religion believes that uh, there is no real free will. <laughs> okay, that's why I have to come unto grace and all these other things. Right? Calvinism it does not believe in free will, which is which is what most of Protestantism is based on. The the, the Catholic uh, dogmas all believe in Satan fighting God in this world. All kinds of levels of God not being controlled to an extent. Uh, their own God, quote unquote, getting killed. Etc. I mean, there, there, there is this idea that there's a creator, but doesn't not it's not really in this world. It's funny how many people have said to me, like, how could God let this happen? Like, COVID, like God couldn't control it. <laughs> like, like, it's against God's will. Like, no, this is God's will. The question is what we're going to do about it. Um, um, they, they, we believe, Klal Yisrael, one of the most important things of Yidin, that we believe in Hashkacha Pratis, that not only is everything coming from Hashem, now Hashem doesn't, would love not to have COVID in the world. We need it as a nation, for whatever reason, um, as a nation, uh, as a world, for whatever reason, uh, and we also, Hashkacha means, as individuals, Hashkacha means that Kajvarko, each one of us in our own particular situation, um, has their own, de- you know, as the Rebbe himself said, 
Instead of at such a time, everyone should look at himself. What can I improve about myself and my avoda? Why would he say that? Is it just to, what can I improve myself because what else can I do? No, because Hashkacha means that if we're alive in this generation, the place we are, that we're in a situation that we're supposed to be great at and we're supposed to succeed at. We have a job to do uniquely to us. That's what Hashkacha tells us, Divine Providence tells us. This is the level of a Yid. That God is the creator and he's the leader of all, all of creation, of all, all people of creation. God made, continues to make, and will make all of, all, all of the things in the world. That's level number two. That's the level... Um, uh, that every Jew should re- reach. Number three level of Amunah. All these are supposed to get klar at the Seder. Uh, clear at the Seder. Ki Yisrael hem am To know is not for the PC crowd, but that klal Yisrael and only klal Yisrael is am anivchar. Am anivchar does not mean to debase any other people or nation in the world. Am being the chosen people is meant to say we have a specific purpose and Hashem created us within the Shamas and the ability to do that purpose in the world. That is the, the goal of the Jewish people. Right? And if you don't believe in Atabakartanu, we call Amim Minasalanus Terasso, the Kajbor who chose us, then you, you then there's a level of an apikaris of a heretic at some uh, at some level. The Jewish people were given the Torah, and as we uh, give the Torah for, for, for eternity. Uh, and there's a reason the Jewish, uh, chose the Jewish people. All of these three levels, number one is the creator of the world, the lowest level. Number two, that the Ashkacha, the divine providence, means that Akash Baruch was involved in every aspect, constantly, in every part of creation, including every individual uh, life. And number three, the Jewish people were chosen. Again, being chosen is not that they're bad and we're okay. It means, no, we, they're okay, they have their own purpose, but Kalal Yisrael, we are really the ambassadors of Hashem in this world, and we're given the ability to do that. Now, if you don't believe in Amman Ivkar, then you'll marry an Anjou. If you don't believe in Amman Ivkar, you'll act like an Anjou. If you don't believe in Amman Ivkar, then you don't have to do something because it's, you know, ah. if you're an Amman Ivkar, Listen, I don't want to get into British politics or uh, the or or the current uh, Queen and Queen of England. They're, they're, I'm not, they're not my real role models. But if you want to be part of the royal home, then you have to act like a royal. If you don't want to be like a royal home, then don't be in the royal home. I, you know, it's very simple. You, you, so by Claudia Yisrael, we are there. There, you know, there. Even the royal home in England, is, it's it's somewhere it's somewhere of an act. I mean, the whole thing is a joke. But at least they, they like to play their act. Right? But you, if you want to be part of something, then you have to be part of it. And if you know you're part of Kalal Yisrael, if you're part of the Amanifra, you should know that the, the royalty of Hashem, there's, it's, it, you're expected to live a certain life, to act a certain way, to have certain ideals, to have certain focuses, or something, certain things that Yidin and Jews do. That's what means to be Amanifra. If you don't believe in that, then you're not going to live up to that. Right? It's, it's integral to being a Jew to know that you're from the chosen people.
And again, I, I, why am I saying not to put down other people? Because that's what people think it is. No, it's nothing to do with anyone else. It's something to do with you <laughs> and me. What do we? What does Hashem expect from us? What home are we brought up into? Uh, that's in there. You know, my 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 Bobby, I love Hashem, my grandmother. Um, you know, Pat, I, who is a really a, an unbelievable person, a major Holocaust survivor, lost her first husband, uh, and she came from like. I, and I said this story once in one of my classes. She came from like a extraordinarily poor house. Uh, she used to always tell me, "Do you know where you come from? Do you know what kind of nobility you come from?" Like, you know, I thought my grandmother like grew up in like some kind of like mansion, you know, in somewhere in Krakow, like you know, in Poland, like this 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 mansion. Really, she grew up in a shack with her brothers. Her father, my, my, my named after Menachem Mendel, uh, Ross. That was my, my grandmother's maiden name, Ross. So he was a poor man who worked half a day, learned half a day. He was a chassidish, you know. I, I, but you know what? My grandmother gave a certain self-efficacy, self-pride in who you were. Because you're part of this. You can't be doing that. You can't. So if you don't believe in Amin Ifkar, you're going to... And he felt. So you have to have the Muna to know, not just to talk Jewish people, to know that you come from Hashem's royalty, that's part of the moon of the Sefer as well. All of that is talked about in Yitzhak's The important thing of divine providence, this is super important today. We need to see in the Yad Hashem, the, the hand of God, we live in a world today filled with, with news about COVID, day and night, everything but Hashem. If anything, you should be screaming, Hashem's a call to the world. A message to the world, um, but you can't. You can You know. You don't. It's, they're not giving the message, you know, because they don't believe in Hashem Pratis. They don't have this idea. Uh, the people talking about God are the, are, are the craziest people in the world. Some, some, you know, Jerry Falwell's cousin. I don't know. Talking about God said he doesn't know what the foggiest idea what God said. You know, so he doesn't. Everyone thinks he's a sugar, not crazy. So it makes anyone who talks about God look crazy. Right? But I'm not talking about, like, I know or you know why this is happening. What I would say is, one thing I do know is that it's God knocking the world. And the one message, and I, and I, I shared this early on with, I don't know who got it or who I sent it and not, that Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky, Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky, one of the greatest sages of the world, and it's Sadiq Yisrael Oilam, a, a tremendous Sadiq, you know, he said, it's, it's, one message is clear, we have to be better. I mean, so how many people in the world right now are thinking about being a better person? I'm not talking about giving. You know, I, I'm on these, these, these chats, these social media chats, these local chats. They like to say like they gave, and there's, I don't, there's something nice to it. I want to be a better, more spiritual person. We should be giving, and it's very nice. You can share your story about giving toilet paper to the whole world. You get one thing, and there's, there's something nice. about there's something lacking, I think, about it. If you, unless you're really trying to motivate others, if that's really sincere. But if there is, that's this. But really to work on one's self, to like we're doing, being calmer, being kinder, being more spiritual, thinking about real existential questions, you know, you're not going to get that in the world if you don't believe in Hashkacha Pratis because it just is, it's, it's, a, it's a mistake of nature that happened. It's just evolutional process with bats or Chinese labs, cons- you know, whatever it may be. But certainly, why would I have to be better because this? I have to be, I have to be careful. Maybe society needs me. Maybe society, I'll have to be better for society. But, but there's, not a, there's no imperative to be better. No, if you believe in Hashem HaPratis, it's a message for the world, it's a message for you and I as individuals. Hashem is looking at us, what are you going to do about this? The essence of the leaving of Egypt, that God took us out in the 2,448 years after the creation of man, right? 
out of Egypt with open miracles. Um, and, you know, can you imagine today, think about today, imagine COVID, how long lives would have happened. No one should get hurt by COVID. Nobody should be hurt. But imagine, what would a what miracle be if only the idolaters would get COVID and no one did it. Imagine about that. Or only, you know, the Iranian and the Hezbollah would get it and not Israel. Like, that's what it was in Egypt. And that wasn't they were different countries. They were next to each other. Right? The Jews did not get the Makas and the, and the Egyptians did. The Samti Fedus Ben Ami Ben Amcha Bechol Ben Yisrael They were able they were able to see literally the difference between the two. The Fishaya Tachas Hamakas because as the, the Torah says itself as the Bible says the Torah says Ki Ani Hashem that I am God everything there was there was there we had a clarion call a clear message Uchadi Isha Shaparo Hamen Rach B'Shem Elokim Kasher Oiso Shama Kavar Mi Yosef so, uh, Now, interesting. Paro originally knew a, a god called Elohim. He knew from Yosef. Yosef told the original Paro, Bil Adai, it's not up to me, it's up to Elohim. So, what does Elohim mean? We know that the Gematra Elohim is nature. Paro believed a God perhaps created the world. There's a God in, in the world. The world is created by God. Right? There's a God that created the world. Maybe even six days of creation, maybe he believed. But he believed in a God that created the world. Um, but what did he not believe? He didn't believe in Hashkacha. What's that, the name of Hashkacha? It's not Elohim. It's Hashem. It's the other name of God. It's a God um, that's involved in the, in the world. The other representative of, of what, what it means to be God. Kafir because when Moshe, when Moses comes to Paro, says, "Let my to let my people go, send my people out," not like Charles and Heston, send my people out, right? Shlach send them out, send my people out. What did Paro say? Who is Hashem? Who is this God who's saying today? He's talking to me. He said I should listen to him. The name of Avaya is Meiro Hashkacha Pratis. Is 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 is. Is, is the name of Hashem that, that represents the divine providence of the world. He was, he created the world, he is in this world, and he's in the future of the world. The Cholamakas, all of these plagues, all of the ten plagues, Balaharos came to show exactly as the Torah tells us, that you, they should know that I am the Lord your God. Then in there, it was a clear illustration of God's divine providence. Therefore, the first of the Ten Commandments, the first, number one, of the Ten Commandments, I'm the Lord your God, who took you out of the land of Egypt. That is the foundation the, the, of all of faith. As Aymani says, in the laws of Yisrael Torah, Shizo, this is Emuna. You believe in a God, but you don't see God in the world, right? Could you imagine? Look at that in our time. There are people that are even Orthodox Jews who don't don't talk about Hashem. How do you not talk about Hashem? Right? We're literally living in a time where the entire world has been put to its knees. Certainly, humility. You would think that we would be. We would learn out of this. Certainly, humility, but. 
but that there's a, that, that the entire world, like a little microbe. Do you know that, by the way, the, every part of our body, it's like, you think about it to be able to see me right now, or to hear, and to, 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 to there's miracle after miracle. In one second, one thing can go wrong. There's always a Kodesh Baruch. It's just a reminder, knock on the door, that God's in charge of the program. Without, without, in one second, you think that you could control the world. I, I literally, if I had to pick a, a time frame, I would think about the Tower of Babel. Like, we imagine we can have technology and science. If I hear another Yoikel tell me that this is showing that science, the importance of science, no, it's showing that science is imperfect. That no matter what we do, we can't control the world. There's still so much we don't know. And in one second, it could have been much worse than this, right? It, it, could make it, it could have been a, God forbid, a COVID that killed billions of people. And there's nothing you could do about it if God wanted that to be Chas God forbid. Right? That's what it's showing. Yeah, I, there was, I saw something in an article, this perhaps is the last pandemic. Get out of town. You think there's a, there's a pandemic of Kodesh Baruch Hu that it could be? Right? So, you can live in a world under Kodesh Baruch How would a person, how are we not looking every day, every day to ourselves? What could we do? What should we do? What is Hashem telling us? How we be better? How we go into Pesach? Um, a belief that God created the world um, is, is also in the Gentile. It's not necessarily Jewish, but the Yiddish faith is the essence of it. It's that God is completely involved in every aspect of this world. There's no Satan fighting God. <laughs> you know, I remember the, the last Pope, the first, his first Russia, his first speech is talking about Europe, how all of, the, how all of Europe, of course, the, part of so much of Western culture is uh, vulgar and vile. But it's Satan. It's not, it's not God. It's Satan fighting God. You know, Satan fighting God. Um, you know, because God is not involved in this. So there's some force of evil that, that, that's there. Because it can't be, it can't be God. Or, or God's uninvolved, like, you know, or, or DSR, however you want to, you know, Benjamin Franklin type of ideology. That type of viewpoint. Or a viewpoint that God maybe is involved. But it's... Like, you know, it's somewhat, no, it's not our fault, or, no, everything is a connect, it's, Hashgacha means, Hashem's involved, and there's a reward and punishment, and we have free will to, to be involved in this. Hashem is constantly involved, and He watches over us in His Hashgacha. Right? Anyone who doesn't believe, anyone who believe they left Egypt does not really believe in God itself. Uh, you know, I, I've mentioned this before, I'll just reiterate this. You know, for me, one of um, the amazing things of, of Kal Yisrael, uh, and, I, and I've had this conversation with, actually, you know, you know the, 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 the profile I have it the most with is Russian Jews. Secular, you know, Russian Jews, um, Older, I'm not talking about younger, the older, 55, 16, older, who grew up in a communist system, they're, you know, they're by upbringing uh, very agnostic, if not quote unquote thinking they're atheists, and very scientific. Um, it, not, much different than the younger Russians, certainly Americans, who are just apathetic, uh, usually not scientific, and their agnostic comes from like. You know, a product of hedonism and consumerism. Russia didn't have that. They had a, a quote-unquote engineer, uh, stoic upbringing. So, like, you speak to these people about Amuna, faith. They they grew up with 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 
courses in schools, in their high schools, talking about how God is a joke. That was the courses, can I, I see there are, I see Alex's uh, and Rachel, and they can probably verify that there were courses in Russia um, that they're doing when they grew up to debunk God, really to debunk God. So I've had this conversation with, I especially to that Russians, because they're Jewish, they know what, they know what a Seder is. I always say to them, like, let me ask you a question. Like, you know, this is an amazing thing. You know, we always talk about Sinai, Re- Revelation, Mass Miracles. Like, could you tell me how, if the Jewish people did not cross the Red Sea with a miracle, like, how did the first Seder happen? Like, t- we didn't leave Egypt. Like, explain to me how you have a Seder. By the way, and the Seder is, is not only brought in the Bible and the Talmud, like, even Christianity, right? Yashka, Jesus, the Last Supper was a Seder. Like, this is, it's a fact. It, 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 Josephus, you go back, way historical record. There's a Seder, it was not disputed by any Jew. How, we're the most cantankerous people in the world. I, my, my daughter was asking me the other day, how come Israel has so many par, par, parties in Parliament? I said, what are you, crazy? They're talking about Jews in Israel. They have a million opinions over there. How do you have a Seder? Like, you know, I, 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 tell me, like, my, how do we, how, tell me how the first Seder started, right? Like, a bunch of Jews got together. Last year we left Egypt. Our, our, our grandparents left. We didn't know our grandparents would leave Egypt. Like, how do you, it's, and you can't even say it's like, no other world religion has the, we all did this. Every single Jew did this. Right? You can't make that up. And I, 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 I've never heard anyone give me even a quasi-answer to this. I mean, there's much better, uh, much more to talk about. But not, when you think about the Seder, but trying, like, you can't make up a Seder. You can't, you, what, we're, what we're really saying is that Gantz, Klaus, or where we all come from, every single Jew cross, and we're the witnesses. It's not like a, 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 an, another religion where two people saw something, and we don't know who those two people are, you know? Right? Christian religion, about four people are writing books in, in Asia Minor, 70 years after maybe Jesus lived, never seeing him, never hurting him, they don't have no idea what they're talking about. They write a book. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not true. It's not true. But you know, you have no idea. Klal Yisrael, every Jew crossed the Red Sea. How do you make that up? How do you make that up? And, we, and, and all the miracles, how do you start that if it doesn't happen? So, not to believe in Yitzhak Mitzrayim means you can't, you don't even believe in God. And, and, and what Mitzrayim tells us is that even after the creation of the world, Kadesh Baruch Hu is involved in every aspect of uh, the world. The Chenichlal, that's the last paragraph and a half that we're going to end. The Ol Barnei Chesh Melkech Hashem Tzisich Hamerotisan is the Muna also, why they take us? Why did Hashem take us? Why are we having a Seder? Right? Why in the world are we having a Seder? Why, why, where did Hashem, where did, why were we the ones that Hashem took out? Yisrael is Hamanifka, Kibitzis Mitzrayim is Kalah Giloya Niskav, Hazesh Yisrael Amanifka, it was in Mitzrayim getting on the way to Sinai, that we were the Amanifka, the chosen people, Ubanim, as the Torah says there, you are the children of God, Banim Atem Hashem, Uchenizcha Shedavar Hazesh Hashem, Harishon Yisrael. The first thing Hashem tells you is, Bini Bechore, you're my firstborn, you are. You have, you have, you are my first child. You have this purpose in this world. Look at, look where I took you from. You were sitting there in the, the 49th level of Tumah. Literally walking like an Egyptian, right? Walking like an Egyptian. Talking like an Egyptian. Right? At the, with the 49th Tumah. And, and yet, I, you heard Havaya. It's the Amuna that um, you heard both. That listen to what it says. It's the Amuna Anecha Hashem. It's a Havai, which is God who's involved in every aspect of the world. 
Now I took you out, and who am I? Eloi Kecha. I am your God. Right? I'm your God. Elokecha. Ha'amuno she'elokecha shalcha. I'm your God. I'm specific to you. Of course, God creates the entire world, but I'm your God. You are my, you are my focus. Yeah, I care about everyone, but you're my focus. says, It's an amazing thing. A yid has to know that you that the etzim he is a believer. You know, he, the, the, every single Jew is a, is, is a believer. And the core of every Jew is the Oramun. I always, you know, as somebody who has a schos to be involved in many Jews who came from very far away from Yiddishkeit, very, very far from Judaism, and came back full force, it's because, and the reason that they could do that, and the reason I'm, I, I, am, I, I am inspired but never shocked, is because in the core of every Jew, since the time we left Egypt, is Amunah, it's faith. Children, my minim, b'nei my minim, and, and you, every Jew, even that Russian Jew who for seventy years never had a seder, has emuna and 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 was grew up in a in a in a world of where where of Trotsky and Stalin and, and Khrushchev and, and 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 every kind of unfortunate you know wrong ideology, just like a communism was a fake ideology, the ideology of science being king. Science is important, by the way, and. And you know, I don't mean to knock science. Uh, I think we, we live in a world where science is a big contributor. But that science tells you not the what's but the why's. It doesn't tell you one thing about the why, right? Um, that yid who grew up in that has a muna deep reservoirs of emuna. That's why I always tell people. They, they tell me this is important for everyone on this call and everyone who hears this afterwards. Reach out to your brothers and sisters. Pesach, you want to do something Hashem this year. Don't give up on your family. Don't give up on your friends. You wanna, you wanna, if you wanna believe in Hashem, believe in His children. Believe that every Jew has a munai. I, I can't tell you enough. Never, ever, ever. Hashem doesn't give up. You know why Hashem doesn't give up? No, because we're His children. Because He knows that we have in there. You know, the, the, they used to come out of the book of Noah Weinberg. I didn't get the safer yet. But he said, "Look, you met of Noah Weinberg. You heard of Noah Weinberg. He looked at every single Jew and he believed in them. Why did he believe in them? Because he knew." Every Jew, even Dmitri, who's 90 years old, whose father was a communist, has a moon, a deep moon on him to be a tzaddik. And that, and that person who, you know, who's, who's living a life, a, a bohemian lifestyle, who doesn't show any spirituality, not real spirituality, I'm not talking about marijuana or whatever, any real spirituality, no connection to laws and legality and Pesach, right, is deep with a moonah. And if you want to do something this Pesach, at least contact your relative. See if you can add a little bit to them. Because you should never give up on anyone. And don't give up on yourself to have deep levels of emunah. Why could you believe in every single Jew? Because we, every Jew, every single Jew, is part of this nation of the Amman and just like we have to look at everyone around us, everyone around us, every Yid that you see, every Jew, every member of Kal Yisrael, Nimrod from Israel, the two earrings, and the anti-Haredi and anti-Tati, ah, you know, well, 
you have to believe that Nimrod in him is deep to be a tzaddik yisayroilom. That's what it means to believe in Amanifcha. When you can believe that about Nimrod and Dimitri and about Jesse Cohen living in San Francisco who does nothing Jewish with his Chinese girlfriend or American girlfriend and has nothing done, no Yom Kippur, nothing that Jesse could be a tzaddik yisayroilom. He could be Yishai a tzaddik. When you look at the world that way, you look at yourself that way also. You look at we are truly believing our mind and therefore, you know, I mentioned the next three days, everyone that's called, everyone who hears this, a lot of people listen to it afterwards. We can, we should believe in ourselves. We can come in, we can take advantage of the next three days. We can, we can be rejoice and become, even as we mourn for the world in this tragic time, we ourselves can come in and we ourselves at the Seder night, if we come in with Emuna, we can have a transformative Seder. Really, an opportunity like never before. Um, and the three pillars of Amona, as I said last week, there is no better time than the night of Seder. There is no more appropriate time to take advantage of this more than the Seder. And it comes and goes. And the best way to get the Seder is first the next few days to work on utilizing correctly and to come into the Seder with the right approach. And that merit, Amir Hashem, you know, we'll be able to be zoicha to steig at the sefer and in emuna shleima and really to take advantage of everything the seder has. Uh, we'll have one more night tomorrow night and then Tuesday night is bedikas chametz. So we'll hold here for tonight and we'll pick up then. Okay. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you very much. Right, kol tov. Be calm and happy. Enjoy. Kol tov. Bye bye. Bye bye.